This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good morning. Welcome to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton in the studio. What a gloomy morning, but you got to get up and you got to get at it. So thank you for taking a few minutes to be with us this morning. Uh, and with me uh, this morning are um, folks from Red Mask. Um, as you know, that's always been near and dear to our hearts since that's where Wilbur and I met so long ago. <laughs> and they have a production coming up uh, starting next weekend, so we're going to talk about that. Um, it's called, tell me again. It's called Playing with Fire After Frankenstein. After Frankenstein, okay. Uh, and that was Amanda Frank. Prince. France. Yeah. <laughs> and the FR right. And an A. And an N. Amanda France. Good grief. Uh, Amanda Brown and Justin Smith are here. And they are part of this upcoming production. So I'm going to start with Amanda France because she's an old friend. We've known her for a long time. You are the stage manager of this production. I am. So so tell me how you came to pick this particular production. Good timing. Yeah. For Halloween. So tell yeah. me how that happened. Well, um, you know, we had a season picked and selected for last year. And with uh, the pandemic, we, you know, postponed things. And the show we originally had slated for the fall was not available. And so uh, the... Um, first vice president who does our play reading selections um he got together with some people put together a couple of shows for us to uh look at and this show was one of them and it just everybody read it and we loved it and the story behind it and we said well hey that's perfect and we're gonna do it at this time of year so let's let's well, do cool. some yeah, some Frankenstein. Great, it's great timing. So, so Justin, you're the creature, right? I am the creature. Yes. How's Most that people, feel? How's, um, that, how's that work for your ego every it, morning? It when you feels get very <laughs> liberating. I, I am. I have a son, and I have a stepson. So any of that uh, frustration, uh. Uh, anxiety that's there, <laughs> I can hold on to throughout the week. And when we do rehearsals, I can I can just let it out, and it's. It's what it's supposed to be. It's it's perfectly normal up there. So explain <laughs> what this play is, because the the title is fascinating. Uh, I want to hear what the story's about. Yeah, it's it's a long tie uh, title. Um, I think w- playing with fire. The reason it's titled that is because um, the 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 timeless classic idea of man playing God, and so I, I hate to disappoint people, but. This is much less a horror story and more, I, I don't know if you would call it like a parable, uh, you know. Uh, it's exploring the idea of that mad scientist, but he's, he's really a human being who steps too far. He creates something, and that creation, you know, uh, causes problems. And that creation is, a, is actually a living, breathing being who has questions about himself. You know, why am I here? Why, what did, why did you do this? And such, so the play really explores that idea. It's interesting. Yes. Uh, so, is there conflict then between tremendous the creature amount of, and his yes, creator? Yes. <laughs> I I spend pretty much all the time on the stage with my my counterpart, Doctor Frankenstein, my creator, and we go head to head. He it's it's almost like a debate. It's almost like a boxing match, like a, a mental, you know, verbal sparring match between the two of them 
where we go back and forth and he's just like, this is what you've done. Well, this is what you did to me huh. and back and forth. And we have this weird kind of um, dichotomy between the two of us. It's like a father and a son. I, I feel like sometimes I'm playing like the teenage son trying to get the attention of my father. You know, you know, get Absolutely. him to like understand. It's just <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you know, why, how, and stuff like that. And explain that to me. That's, That's a really how. interesting approach to the, to the Frankenstein, uh, you know, the, the whole, uh, horror yes. genre yes, and the whole create a monster and let it yeah. rip. It, I, we've not talked about that before. So mm -hmm. that's kind of a, mm -hmm. a, that's very intriguing actually. Is it, so is it mostly drama? Is there some I, I would describe comedy this as, there as drama. There is some comedy, I think, in there. Just a touch. You have to have a little bit of of levity to something like this. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, people are just going to be, like, sinking oh, yeah. in their seats. <laughs> it's like, this is dreadful. Yeah. Um, there is a bit of that. You know, and we've had a few of those. Yes. <laughs> and and there's, there's moments that will shock you, moments that I think people will recognize. If you've seen any iteration of Frankenstein, you're going to recognize these moments. You're going to want to see these moments. I mean, the, the creature coming up from the table or... Or this, you know, I, I don't want to give too much away. No, but no, you know, but that's we, we do share those moments with the with the audience in in, in flashback and in memories and stuff. So oh, you get the story of Frankenstein and his creature, but it's just done in a different way. It is, and it's an interesting approach, an interesting interesting idea because we, you know, we go to horror films to be horrified, yes, and scared and have yeah. fun. Uh, but when you really look at that character, yes, there wasn't anything fun about Frankenstein. When you get right down to it, yeah. the guy did not have a stellar life. So, yeah. So to hear that dialogue and conversation with his creator, yeah, has got to be kind of interesting. Some villains have a tendency. Some monsters in horror movies kind of just are are dull and just there, pretty one dimensional. Yeah, and he's not. No, this is not, and that's why I think. The story of Frankenstein has been done so many times over and over and has been done in different ways. Sometimes it's, it's straight out horror. Sometimes they just go for, you know, gore or drama and, and they mix it up and they change it. It's been told so many times over and over and over again. But not really from his perspective. Yeah, um, yeah, that, this is, yeah, this is something really unique and, and special. And I wasn't sure what I was getting into when I first came. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that's it. that must have been a fun casting call. <laughs> we're auditioning well, folks yeah. for for a creature. Yeah, I'm, I'm so how did that work for you? I mean, what what was that like? Well, I was reading this this dialogue, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I sound intelligent. <laughs> I'm not lumbering about. Mm -hmm. I'm not like screaming, you know, fire yeah. bad yeah, or yeah, anything yeah. like that, or, or running off and stuff. I there's actual dialogue I have. I speak. And it's just like, and there'll be questions. Many, many people listening right now are going to be like, why is the creature talking? Why does he speak? But there's a reason behind it. I mean, he, you know, Frankenstein created, you know, an actual living being. Mm -hmm. And he, he learned, you find out, he, he taught himself. He taught himself to read. The nice thing about this is the show follows more so Mary Shelley's novel than most movies that you would see, as, as Justin was talking about, different interpretations. And in that, you find that the creature does learn to develop an intelligence yes. and, um, and is very eloquent 
in some ways, um, very much like his creator, Frankenstein. Um, and so this has been a really interesting, you know, version. And, and I hope that people will understand it. And it's very thought provoking. It's not left meant to leave you feeling happy or um, sad or, you know, go terrified. It, it, it's, it, the end of the show is meant to leave you with thoughts and, and thinking of, of life and death. And I mean, it's, and, and that's really in some way the way that her novel mm-hmm. was left and meant to be. Yeah. Not necessarily always recognized that way, mm-hmm. but, but yes. So, so Justin, we're going to talk to Amanda Brown in just a moment about <laughs> her, her part, you get but, but he is the creature after all. Um, <laughs> So seriously, when you showed up for the casting, for the audition, what was that like? I mean, because, you know, traditionally somebody just hands you a script and and says, go up on stage and read this and this and this and see what you... All of a sudden you're standing there, Frankenstein. Yeah. Were you you thinking about that when you did it or did you just read it and figure it was going to happen? I, I just read it. I read it as strongly as I possibly could. I didn't. I got an idea of what was going on, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure until we did a first like table read, where you actually have everyone right. sit down and read through the from beginning to end. Then I understand. Oh, that's what we're doing here, and that's what I thought it was too. I thought this was going to be something a little bit, you know, smarter. I mean, I could have just been laying up on a table. I could have been going around clubbing villagers and such. <laughs> but Which I figured there was much, much more. I mean, I figured there was going to be much more to that than what I what I assumed. So yeah, it was it was and I loved the audition process. I thought it was fun. I went up there and I'm like I don't expect to get a part if I do, but I got to give it a shot. I wanted to. I was I was curious. Well, that's how we I think we've always encouraged yeah. people to do. It's like just show up and read and see what happens because it may be great It may not, but you'll have had the experience, and everybody should have an experience like that. We'll be back in just a moment to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. WDAN. Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton in the studio this morning, and with me are Frankenstein himself, Justin Smith. We've enjoyed talking to him in the first block uh, about this unique play that Red Mask will be presenting beginning this Friday for this weekend, and then the following weekend, the first weekend in November. Um, and one uh, once again, say the say the title because I'll mess it up. Playing with fire after Frankenstein. After Frankenstein. <laughs> so what's really cool about this play is this is uh, heavily uh, on the side of dialogue between Frankenstein and his creator, and we we don't get to hear from the creature himself very often. And this is a chance to find out what's up with him. And and I think you're gonna. F- I've, I'm I'm totally intrigued. I think it sounds fascinating. Also here is uh, Amanda Frank, who's the stage manager, and Amanda Brown, who is what part? Um, I play Elizabeth, which is the girlfriend, fiance, wife of Victor, which is the young doctor. The young doctor. In the flashbacks, because there are a lot of flashbacks, and we play the younger versions of the characters, and it kind of explains why they are the way that they are, and they watch the flashbacks themselves and it's just oh, really? a really dynamic um, way because you see see both, which 
the young and the old creature and Victor, and then you see me, Elizabeth, and Victor's teacher, and it's just a nice way to, like, see how they think about their past selves. What did you learn doing this? What, what? Um, I don't, it's just, it's just been an experience, I guess, as, I don't know, because, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's pushed me in some ways, um, but it's overall been really fun. I've really enjoyed getting to know the cast and, um, stretching myself in ways that I hadn't done much before. This part has really been different from anything that Amanda's really um, done as she's starting to get into the adult theater world. Because right. um, Amanda is a veteran of our Red Mask Children's Theater. And um, this part has really, um, not physically, but I think mentally, she's had to mature some. I mean, I'm, you're 17 now. Yeah. I mean, she's not a young kid anymore by any means. Um, but And it's been great watching her grow from children's theater to now and seeing the different things that she's doing but there's a lot more you know she's got to do the the romance and the maturity and 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 uh that's a lot of what uh her character brings is she shows the softer side of victor frankenstein and pulls that out of him and that he once did have a love and he did love and for some reason, somewhere down the road, he got caught up in this fascination of life and death and and couldn't could not at some point separate himself from the both. And they converged. And that's where we have the creature who then comes into their lives and basically ruins it, which is why, you know, Frankenstein is hunting the creature and you know it all follows the book but you know she plays a crucial part in what made Victor who he was the softer side right, right. so um it, it's been interesting to see her kind of pull that out of her counterpart who is Brandon Moore who is a longtime veteran um over the last few years and and they work beautifully together and watching them uh, connect with each other on stage and and go through those emotions. It's, it's beautiful. Well, it, what's interesting about this, I think, is the fact that we're actually looking at these people as being people. Mm-hmm. And we really don't. We look at horror films as horror films. Yes. And they're not real and they're yeah. just meant to scare us. And, you know, they're just creatures, even Doctor mm-hmm. uh, Doctor himself. But yes. um, so you give a perspective with this, it sounds like, of these people as being human beings and... Which is kind of bizarre when you think about it, and yet it helps understand. You evidently get to understand why these things happen. So, Justin, you're actually new to the stage. Is that correct? Yeah, this is my first performance, my first lead. Dude, dude, <laughs> I know, I know, bro. Um, that's a that's a heck of a start. Um, yeah my my inspiration was. Um, uh, the Red Mass Children's play, my son, Jameson, uh, had a part in that. He was one of the seven dwarves. Um, he played, he, his name was Opie, but people would know the character as Dopey. And he, I would take him to the rehearsals. I would sit there, and I was just fascinated. I would sit there and watch them rehearse and see the process, the collaboration. And I thought it was really cool. And I'm just like, mm, I could do that, I think. So, and I wasn't sure. It's like, I, I'm... I know you guys can't see me here on the radio, but I'm not exactly, you know, a, a Tom Cruise. I don't look like Lawrence Olivier. Oh, you're close. I, I want it. Thank <laughs> you very much. Under that's that very, mask, I'm sure you're Tom Cruise. Yes, under the mask. Yes, the mask hides it all. Um, 
But I, I was like, I don't know what part I would be good for. And then they announced that they were doing this play on Frankenstein. And I'm just like, that would be really neat. Yeah. Even if I wasn't the creature or the, you know. And so I auditioned. I, yeah. I, I tried it out. I was curious and I gave it a shot and I didn't, you know, have any expectations. And I was lucky. I, I'm, I'm very blessed. Good for to you. receive a role in it. You know, Amanda, um, we talk all the time about Red Mask and its ability to... Uh, maintain itself in the community. It's all mm-hmm. volunteer. It's the one of the longest running community theaters in downstate yes. Illinois. We're proud of that. Always have been. Uh, but it is run by volunteers, and you have to have new people coming in. And mm-hmm. we've talked so often about how important it is for people to take that risk. Walk in that yep. red door. <laughs> Open the red door and walk in and see what it's like. And for a lot of people, they never even know, realize what their potential might be until they get there. Just like, just like Justin. Absolutely, and and it's great because I and and I've always been a big children's theater, and and he saw that just from doing children's theater with his son, you know, and and how great that is, and 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 this entire cast has been amazing, and they've gotten along. They all get along. I oh, I hope we all get along. <laughs> um, even the stage crew and everybody, and and some of them are people who have been involved with Red Mask. Some of them are just you know newer Red Mask people, and it's amazing to see how they all just come together as and form a bond, and nobody feels left out. Well, we were talking uh, before we went on air. Justin was talking about how. Um he, he went out early this morning to take a walk just to try to clear his head because he was at the theater all day yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I was <laughs> yes. talking about how that's something that people don't realize. It does consume you for a, mm-hmm. a period of six weeks, whatever. It is very much the center of your life, and you have to be willing to give your yes. time to do that. But if you do, you have quite an amazing experience that creates friendships and bonds that last forever. Amanda, I assume... That's your case, having been in children's theater, because I know a lot of <laughs> a lot of adults now that grew up in children's theater that still have close friends they were on the stage with. Oh, yeah. Some of the closest friends I have I've met through theater, and I've been doing theater for around seven, eight years now, since I was in, like, fourth grade, and I'm an upperclassman in high school now. And it's just, it's great to meet all these people that I wouldn't have met otherwise because I don't go to Danville. I don't go to the bigger school in the area. So it's nice to meet all these new people and get out in the community and actually do something. Absolutely. Plus, I think children's theater, as we've often always said, children's theater teaches you a lot. Yes. Teaches kids to be responsible, time management. Just being able to stand on stage and talk is a huge thing, which mm-hmm. helps them for the rest of their lives. So yes. it's a great experience all the way around. We're going to take a break and be back in just a moment to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton. In the studio, and we are playing with Franken- playing with fire after Frankenstein. There you go. <laughs> I did it. Okay, I can go home now. Um, which Red Mask will be presenting beginning Friday. We're going to talk about the times mm-hmm. and the tickets and all that kind of stuff in just a second. With me, our stage manager, Amanda France. We have with us Amanda Brown, who plays the uh, the younger... The love interest. Love interest. The younger of doctor. Elizabeth. Of, of Elizabeth. Victor, yeah. And the creature himself is here. We don't always get a creature on Monday morning. <laughs> Sometimes we feel like it. I'm but glad we to don't. be here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, and they are all here and, and talking about this. I, I really encourage you to give this a shot. If you haven't if you haven't gotten out and gone to a play in a while, go do it because this, mm-hmm. this one sounds interesting. It really does. So, um, Amanda, when and where what? Tell me all the Yeah, info. so the show dates are October 29th, 30th, and 31st. Our Friday and Saturday shows um, are at 7.30 p.m. The box office will open about 45 minutes prior to the show time. And then uh, our, our Sunday show is at 2 p.m. And, again, box office opens about 45 minutes prior. And then also November 5th, 6th, and 7th, same times, Friday and Saturday at 7.30 p.m., Sundays at 2 p.m. with 45 minutes uh, prior to the show, the box office will open. How much are tickets? Tickets for adults are $20. Seniors and students are $18. Or you can buy your season memberships, which gives you three tickets you can use at any show. Adult season memberships are $45. Senior are $40. Okay. And should I get my tickets ahead of time or what? I would highly encourage it. Um, We've seen lots of reservations come in. Um, If you want to reserve, and as I pull up my information, if you want to reserve, you can either call us at our box office at 217-442-5858, or you can email us at boxoffice at redmaskplayers.com. All that information is under reservations on our website, redmaskplayers.com. And there's there's a volunteer who is kind enough to go in and check all that stuff and They'll get back to you and let you know, mm-hmm. and it'll all be taken care of. So that's yeah. an easy way to handle it. Um, there's also a major um, event coming up for, with unusual for this this place. So explain yeah. that. So on um, October 31st, since it's Halloween, uh, we have a, a matinee that day. After the matinee, Red Mask is asked actually going to be hosting a trunk or treat um so we encourage everyone you know it's halloween everybody will be out trick-or-treating um we will be at red mask players um we've got people who are signed up to decorate their trunks and we'll have some games and prize drawing and you'll get some information about red mask um it's going to be at our location at 601 north vermilion street for anyone who doesn't know where we are um and uh come out it's a free event we want to make sure that, you know, the kids get to have a great Halloween this year after the last year that we've had. And um, we just wanted to do something fun for our community. And what better way than, you know, put on a show about Frankenstein and then, you know, go out dressed That's in really our cool. outfits yeah. and have, you know, trick-or-treaters. So we'll Absolutely. be there in our parking lot and along the side of the building and and come out and join us. So... Um, Amanda, having been in children's theater, tell me, tell me what you've gotten out of that experience. What makes you different as you sit here today and as you prepare to play this role? Um, I'm definitely a lot more confident in myself than I was when I first started, and even just after this show, um, I've just it's I've progressively just gained more confidence in myself, um, in my performance. I'm more comfortable talking to people and in front of people because I used to be very shy. And so this is very this has gotten me out of my shell a lot, and um, it's just I found what I love to do through children's theater. Like I love acting, I love performing, and so to find that early in life is just really wonderful. Absolutely. And what about for you, Justin? How's this experience been? First time out, step up on the stage, read a part, and all of a sudden you're Frankenstein. Yeah, uh, I mean it's been really cool. I love the the sense of camaraderie. I love the collaboration. Yeah. 
I love seeing all the pieces that people bring and they come together and the, the problem solving, the things you don't think about, oh no, what are we going to do? And it's like, I have an idea. And just sharing that responsibility you know, to, to create this amazing thing. I mean, it really takes a lot of effort, a lot of work, and, and you bond over it. Yeah, you do. I think, uh, I think Theater Amanda is probably one of the best places in the world to find out about teamwork if you can't. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. if, you, if you can't do it there, <laughs> you can't do it. I mean, there are moments where the, of frustration, but it all comes together, and it's always amazing, and this has been a great experience and by far one of my favorites so far. Absolutely. All right. Friday we open, Saturday, Friday and Saturday at 7.30, 2 on Sunday. Yep. Same thing next weekend. Go see this production, people. I think it's, I think it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm curious now. You, you got, <laughs> you got me really curious. I want to, I want to see how this thing plays out. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you for having us. Thank, thank you, you thank for you. continuing community theater. Thank it you. is not easy. <laughs> no. And it's certainly not easy right now. So thank you for what you do all the time and effort that you put in. Thank you. And uh, all of you out there, think about being brave like Justin. You know, next time there's tryouts, go walk in, see what happens. You never know. Um, okay, join me tomorrow. I'll be back in the studio, and uh, with me will be Vermilion County Emergency Management Director Russell Rudd. So join me. We've got a lot to talk about. Look forward to sharing with you on Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. I'm Linda Bolton. Danville's Talk Station, 1490 WDAN Danville, W284DD Danville, and online at vermilioncountyfirst.com. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.